You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. I'm your host, Jeff Paul. Human potato of comedy, huh? What do you think of that? My new guest here, uh, this is, uh, we're going off script here. We've got a non-comic in the house. She is the co-owner of Oasis Aqua Lounge, a little a little private sex club mm-hmm. if you're looking for some loving out there. Um, her name is Fatima Meshtab. Hi. How are you today? I'm awesome. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you for reaching out to us. Uh, Fatima reached out to us after uh, we had that uh, derelict Bobby Knuff on here, and he was telling stories about his time at the Aqua uh-huh. Lounge. <laughs> And uh, she, uh, we, well, we tagged the Aqua Lounge, and now you're here. Yeah. So uh, thank you for reaching out. Yeah, you're welcome. You do a lot of these things? I do, actually. I do yeah. a lot of reaching out to people, presenters, educators, performers, always looking to bring in cool content to the club. Uh-huh. You always got to be uh, always got to be moving. Mm-hmm. Does the sex club sell itself, though? Come on. I would say at this point it does. Yeah. But at first, the couple years ago, uh, a lot of people still hadn't really heard of Oasis Aqua Lounge, mm-hmm. and the idea of sex clubs was just really like overwhelming to people. And I think that the business has really opened up the gates uh, to talk about sexuality and mm-hmm. sexual expression. Um, and I feel like right now it's we're, it's definitely easier to get that, yeah, to get I, the message across. I uh, I remember when I first heard about your lounge, I uh, I was a single man and I convinced a girl I knew. Well, I didn't, we didn't actually, I asked her if she'd go with me and we'd pretend we're a couple. <laughs> we don't care what kind <laughs> of couple you are. And she was, she was like, what do you mean? I need a girl to go to these things. And she's like, what are we going to do? I was like, I don't know, fuck some people. She's like, okay, I'm in. Cool. <laughs> but um, You can do that there. Yeah, why not, eh? Yeah, exactly. Is it, uh, so what's, what, tell me some rules of the uh, the sex club. Sure, yeah. So uh, our one of our rules, and my favorite rule, is the ask once and only once policy. So as two people that come into the lounge, it doesn't really matter what type of couple you are, we don't care. Mm-hmm. Um if somebody was to approach you and ask you if they want if you want to play and you say no, then they can't ask you again. Okay. So you avoid the whole having to run away from this person that keeps bugging you yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have a I'm very like, come on, let's just come on. Yeah, just exactly. Blow me, blow me. Yeah, yeah, we pretty much avoid those conversations at Oasis. It's a it's a, just a once blow me, if you get a no, then you walk away. Um, and Who then, wants to fuck? All right, not you. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, exactly. All four floors. You can yeah. ask on every floor. Is four floors in this thing? Yeah, we have it, four floors. Is it separated to like um, I don't know genres or nope. uh, sexual preferences or anything like no, that? No, no. It's just actually a big open uh, mansion that just happens to have four floors, um, and you can actually have sex all over the club except for the hot tub. Okay. Uh, we don't want people having sex in the washrooms because. We don't have as many washrooms as we have playrooms, <laughs> and uh, we uh, uh, we discourage sex in the pool. So we don't like people. You discourage, sex. but we you're discourage. not gonna. We do not want it to happen. But what if it does happen? <laughs> do, you, do you ever have to go in and be like, "Hey, get your dick out of her"? Dude. I I have never had to do that myself, <laughs> but if I did have to, I might. The sex police are here. <laughs> uh, well, yep. that's that's fun, and uh, so there's. Um, like, are these just rooms, or do you have private rooms you can do? So, on the very fourth floor, we have one private room, and that's the only space there is on the fourth floor. So, when I say four floors, mm-hmm. the fourth floor is just basically a so private room. Private room, like, how many would it hold if you, like... Um, probably about... Depends on how cozy you want to get. I would say, like, maybe, like, 
maybe like a foursome comfortably. Okay. But if you wanted to pack it full of people, you could probably fit in like maybe seven or eight people. Just gonna, everyone's going to have to lube up, eh? Yeah. Slide around. Definitely. Well, good thing we provide free lube on premise. Free. Is it like uh, <laughs> so like when you go to the hospital with the Purell machine on the wall? Just uh... No, we actually, but we thought about doing the dispenser <laughs> you thing. You should have one, a Purell and then a lube side by side. Like clean up and then lube up. You do not want to mix those two oh, up. Oh, I know. <laughs> so I, do I. <laughs> I, uh, well, I recall the mistake was much worse for the girl. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yes, there's certain things you you don't want to use for, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, no, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> um, uh, so, like, um, are the rooms just uh, like? Is there just full on orgies going on, or just so like... it's so they're open concept rooms, so mm-hmm. they're not closed rooms where you walk into a room and close the door. It's very open space, and they're just sort of separated, but people can watch, and you can fit multiple people on one bed. So sometimes there's orgies, but then sometimes a couple or a threesome or whatever will be beside each other but they won't mm-hmm. be touching okay so we kind of yeah so um basically how you use the space and how you want to have sex is really up to you and it's mixed with uh like hormone hedro yeah like it's oh yeah yeah We're, we are uh open and inclusive to all gender identities all sexual orientations very lgbtq mm-hmm. inclusive um the only rule that we stick by is uh solo cisgendered men so just regular dude that's why um, i gotta recruit people to come with me yeah exactly <laughs> um and can't go to the third floor without a female partner okay. or a partner to but, play with but could I, could I go there alone yeah um but i just can't get to the third of floor course. Yep. minimal and access eh not really though because um on the on the main floor and the second floor you have access to the pool the hot tub the sauna you have access to the dungeon you have access to our oasis what's ballroom. in the dungeon let's talk some oh dungeon. there's cool stuff in the dungeon actually we have um we have a sex swing mm-hmm. we have um i think we have a desk we have a we have a glory hole. We've got like sex furniture, so things that you can bend over and get spanked on, really? that type of stuff. Um, we've got a St. Andrew's cross. You can get tied to the cross. Really? I think we have a coffin. What? <laughs> Jesus. And a pet, like a I've, cage. I've always wanted to get fucked six feet under. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just that close sounds the like lid an event and get in happen. here. Um, well, shit, I just had a thought about... Um, Tell me about the glory hole. Is that um, I've never I've never been to a glory hole. <laughs> I hear many things. Yeah. Um, so the funny thing about our glory hole is actually it was built like in a non traditional way. So we built it to have like basically two kind of closet spaces with a hole going through the middle as opposed okay. to out in the front. So the only way you could get some action is if somebody else goes in the other section of oh, it, okay, right? Okay. Then we since and it was really big, so we decided to cut it in half because it's in the dungeon and it took a lot of space up in the dungeon. So we've cut it in half and then we have the whole part now facing the outside area. So now it's more traditional glory hole style. All right. What's the um what's the the cleanup policy? Like uh like is it like at the gym you gotta wipe down your machines once you're done? Yeah, we totally appreciate when people wipe down their playrooms. So we offer uh like cleaning wipes and sanitizers and things like that. Romantic. But we have a huge staff. So we have staff in the like we're open from eleven AM till seven sorry, eleven AM till three AM every single day, seven days a week. And it's busy all the time. It's pretty busy all the time. What's the, what's, yeah. what's, a, like, all, like, what's the Monday Monday lunch rush like um well actually on a day like today yeah we would be busy um oh, because you got the pool yeah we have the pool we have a, like people can sun outside it's clothing optional so oasis aqua lounge is a sex club where we allow sexual activity but it's also a very social club people go there for different reasons they go there to just explore their own kinks and desires in mm-hmm. a place that's non-judgmental um there's a pool they suntan 
turn it into a bit of a spa day. Um, it's a very social environment. We have a really beautiful community of people. So it's, yeah, it's as social as it is sexual. Are there, uh, you got problematic people come through? Like you Not have, for long. Not, not for long? <laughs> yeah, they don't last too long. Yeah, like places. what's so, so if some guy just goes there and he's just, Fucking got his hand in his pants, mm -hmm. just staring at everybody. That's frowned That's okay. upon. Yep. No, it's okay. Like you can just, I could go in there and just whip it out and jerk off. Okay, so you can because we do not shame people for how they want to express themselves sexually, mm -hmm. but it's a matter of like personal space and boundaries and also like yeah, communication. Like, I, I can't go over to a couple having sex and just stand over them, just go, oh yeah. No, but you could stand like five feet away from them. Yeah. If you know, depending on where you are in the club. You so, guys don't mind, do you? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? And it's funny we have this rule where like you don't want to like interrupt people while they're playing to ask them questions so mm -hmm. you wouldn't say hey you don't mind do you but you could stand like five or six feet away and not be in their like scope of vision and yeah. like whip it out is uh <laughs> when you say whip it out are uh are most people walking around naked or is there so like it's clothing optional I it think. is clothing optional and what that means is that you can wear whatever you want or nothing at all you can change your mind we give you lockers to store your belongings but what most people end up wearing is a towel around their torso because of, we have the pool and we have complimentary uh, towel service okay. so what most people are wearing is usually a towel around their body but yeah. like anything from lingerie cosplay kink fetish costumes anything really mm, my wife listens I wonder if she wants to go down to the aqua lounge well, I can hook you up if you mm -hmm. if you want to come and visit yeah, anytime. Yeah, we'll come. I've always wanted to see her cum face. <laughs> you haven't seen it yet? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> we're, we're very happy. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I don't think uh, I don't think my wife would be into something like that. And I How don't come? know if I, why do, why do, why not? Um, I don't. She's uh, um, I don't know. It's just she's uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. She, She's, um, do you feel like she'd be nervous? Yeah, I think um, she, I I don't think she'd want to just uh, like she's very private um, sexually, right? So I don't think she would um, she would want to be in a room full of people. Would you ever consider going as a couple just to watch? Um, I would. You I don't can. know. We'll have to ask her. <laughs> because people go there for different Honey, reasons. I'm just gonna jerk too. off and watch those two fuck. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from, from a respectable distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, because people go there for different reasons, and sometimes mm -hmm. as a couple, you want to spice things up, but you might not be ready to play in front of other people. Mm -hmm. So some couples really enjoy just watching and even for myself I always thought that I was more of an exhibitionist but I found that I'm actually a little bit more of a voyeur these days well how do you how do you fall into this lifestyle how did I fall into the lifestyle yeah so um I mean basically growing up I was always kind of the person that was very sort of out there and comfortable with my body and my sexuality and mm -hmm. was always sort of pushing boundaries anyway and come from a bit of an unconventional background and with unconventional interests and I never really saw myself in sort of like a cookie cutter conventional corporate -y type of job. Mm -hmm. I had a hard time figuring out what I wanted to do with my life and then when I finally found what I was so passionate about, which was event production, okay. um, I thought, okay, where can I apply this skill in a place that would be interesting for me yeah. um, where I can really sort of go balls to the wall? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had visited Oasis Aqua Lounge once and I thought it was a really cool and interesting space. And when I visited it, it had only been open for like almost two years. So it was still a really new business. Mm -hmm. And there was a lot of potential there as far as like – what we could bring into the space that would entice new people to come and visit without the pressure of like having to have sex. Mm -hmm. When you come to Oasis Aqua Lounge, you know, you can be exposed to workshops, entertainment, 
presentations, education. So you can go into the space and you can be like, all right, I may not be ready to play right now, but I can watch this really cool presentation or this really cool offering. And so one of the great things about Oasis and what sets it apart from other clubs is that we have all of these events going on. So uh, luckily, I kind of, I just cold called the business, met with the founder, and it just sort of went from there. And a lot of it was luck because, again... Are you here to play? No, I brought my resume. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You have to come find it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, it was a professional interview. But uh, uh, yeah, and so I was able to sort of grow with the business. And from there, I took on a bit of more of a marketing role. And then I developed a promotional team. And Mm -hmm. so I've really seen how the business has expanded over the past almost seven years. How uh, do you, uh, do you ever play anymore? Or are you just all business? No, I mean, I, when I started out, I had a little less responsibility than I do now. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit more time for me to play. Um, and if you're working there, you get free admission, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, no, all the time. Um, so yeah, I mean, I go through different phases. I'm I'm in a relationship right now. I have a wonderful partner. Um, she is uh, she's really opened up to being in the space with me, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. At first, I wasn't sure if she would be like comfortable being there with me, but she. And how was. did you meet her? We she actually met uh, we met each other through one of my events at Oasis. Oh, okay. Clearly. Yeah. Um. So I do a number of events, but my signature one. So is... you didn't have to like you weren't on a date and be like, by the way, I work at this thing. Like she oh, already. Oh yeah, no, she already. The knew. hard part was over. Yeah, but I but. <laughs> I would never be in a relationship with somebody that wasn't okay with it. Yeah, yeah. It was it's sort of a deal breaker for mm-hmm. me. So um so it was like take it or leave it. Have you ever had problems in the past with a relationship? Yeah, I was in a relationship before I started working for the club, uh, but I wouldn't say that the demise of that relationship was because because of the club. It was already sort of not going that great mm-hmm. and then I started working there and it was just sort of like Have you always been with women? Uh, not always. Yeah, because when you said, uh, yeah. before we started recording, you said you're in a lesbian relationship, yes. which implied that um, it's not always the norm. Well, so with my identity, I've never, I, I've always identified as either bisexual or lesbian or somewhere on the queer spectrum. I've never mm-hmm. been straight. Um, but my identity has sort of evolved and changed, especially since being a part of the club. Yeah. And I, now I'm very comfortable saying that I'm a queer woman. Sometimes I say gay, but yeah, I mean, there's definitely men that I'm attracted to. There's men in my head that I would like play with conceptually. Mm-hmm. So I'm not one of these lesbians that's like, oh, I would never ever be with a man or I would never know. You know, I'm very like open sexually. And your lady, what's, uh, where's she fall? We're probably about the same. Yeah. yeah. So and you guys I- ever uh, like... you invite a man in to have a good time we, we will mix it up as a couple with different genders when yeah. we feel like it yeah. <laughs> um and so that's no one rules of, do what yeah. you want yeah that's basically our rule so when <laughs> i say lesbian relationship it's sort of putting in context that we're both woman identified mm-hmm. but like we're both as individuals like pretty open and really as individuals we're not really stuck on labels yeah. i'm i don't really care about labels anymore <laughs> yeah. um but i mean at one point i did um but with like and like like the cool thing about being a part of the sex positive community is that it's like okay for me as a queer woman to say like, yeah, sometimes I like dick. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And that's okay. And in like in other spaces. Alex says that all the time. Hey, I mean. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with it. But like in other spaces, that probably wouldn't be as acceptable, right? Mm-hmm. So, and especially, I mean, I came out like over 20 years ago. So definitely back then, you know, like you kind of had to pick one side or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's just, I love how fluid gender and sexuality is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see so much of that at the club, mm-hmm. too. Well, I, I, uh, I think I, you see a lot of that just living in Toronto, especially like I'm in the comedy scene and it's very... Very prominent there. Like, it's just, 
everyone's just doing what they want to do. Yeah. And, like, there's no more, there's no more judgment. Nobody cares. And it's, uh, nothing's taboo anymore. Yeah. That's sort of how just, I feel, too, yeah, about a lot just, of things. It's, it's, it's a nice relief. But, um, do you, uh, do you find that attitude travels well? Like, once you get out of the city? Hmm. That's a good question. Um... Well, I mean, I guess I would say that sometimes when I travel out of the country, like for example, my partner and I were in Cuba and like not resort Cuba, like downtown Havana, Cuba. Um, We were just like extra careful about how we carried ourselves because like we're in a country we don't know and Mm -hmm. not every space is like super LGBTQ friendly. So as somebody who's queer, it's one of the things you have to worry about. I also kind of don't give a shit. I am totally okay with being myself and uh, it travels well because I make it travel well. That's how I feel. Uh, And what... I just heard the other Can day. Can I say shit, by the way? Yeah, you okay. say whatever the fuck okay. you want here. We don't give a fucking <laughs> rat's a. ass here at Never Sleeps Network. Um, LGBTQ plus just got a few new uh, letters added to it. What are, yeah. is like A and I or something? Oh, you, I'm like, so terrible at that. I, there's like an AI and I think there's like two S's. Yeah, I, I just, think it's two spirit. I think is what the two, I t- the two SS. I think that's what that is. I am terrible with the alphabet. I, I mm-hmm. say LGBTQ plus. Yeah, plus um, means everyone else. Yeah, like, it's kind of like when you put like the two and like it's a squared number, so yeah, you yeah. put all the numbers. <laughs> you just put the two. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's it's a lot, and it's it's as a I'm I'm very open to I don't give a shit what anyone does, um, but I do find a lot of the time I I can't keep up with yeah. what to say and like uh, uh, like how people identify and it's just sometimes I'm just like I'm, I'm getting lost in it because I'm an old white cis piece of shit isn't that <laughs> so, word cis I, I just learned that word so so how <laughs> did you like when did you come to the realization that like you were straight um he's still waiting for that okay yeah, still waiting still wait I don't know it just uh like was there something that like like how do you know you're straight um because I uh I I I I love uh, looking at my wife, <laughs> I think she, like, she's fucking, she's gorgeous yeah. and she's fucking cool. soft and she's a woman and yeah. it's like nice to touch and yeah. it just, um, it just feels right, right. you know? So it, yeah. um, I don't know. It just, it just always felt that way. So cool. it's just, I don't know. Just feels natural. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I never really questioned it. I just, I, I come from a small town. I think there was like, I knew two gay people in my life. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. It wasn't really, uh. I don't know. It just that's how life worked out, you know. Yeah, yeah. How'd you know you were gay or whatever you're, so, you are now? So yeah, good question. So um, so I grew up in Thunder Bay, Ontario. So not totally small town, but definitely like a little mm-hmm. bit small town mentality. Um, and I had a friend, a female friend, and she was just such a like. She was just such a warm, amazing person, and, like, she would hug me, and it would be, like, this full-body hug, Mm -hmm. and not, like, a girly, like, you know, A-line high school hug, and, like, we just, I don't know, we were really close, and I just started to realize that I was kind of, like, falling in love with her, and I really didn't know why, so it took me a a minute to sort of figure out, like, why I was having all these weird feelings, like, why I would get so excited to be able to spend time with her, and why when we part ways, I'd be so sad. But were you, and... were you conditioned, like, say your parents, did they condition you to find a boy? Nope. Like, no? Not at all. Oh, okay, okay. No, like, my, my parents are, so they're quite a bit older than somebody my age. They're in their 80s. Cool. 
Um, but but for their age and their generation, they're I would say extremely progressive. They never really. What is your background? Because uh, Fatima Meshtab. Meshtab. Yeah, that's... I'm half Algerian. Okay, that's on my dad's side, yeah. and then my mom is Ukrainian Canadian. Yeah. Uh, I got a little bit of Irish in and my side. They're too. open. They they don't care. Or... Well, I wouldn't say that they're necessarily super open. I don't care, but they're <laughs> kind of like don't ask, don't tell. Okay. <laughs> but I was never conditioned to get married and like find a man yeah, they, yeah, that was yeah, like yeah. they didn't want they wanted me first and foremost to uh have my education and to be an independent woman do you, do you have older siblings then if your parents are that old or no like... i i don't I, they just the have o- me late in life you're the only one <laughs> i have a younger brother oh younger yeah. brother okay yeah and how old were they when they were having kids though? so my mom would have been so i'm gonna be 43 at the end of july so they my mom was 42 uh, I think 38 when she had me Holy and 40 shit. when she had me. But like, it's really cool because... Because they knew how to be parents. Well, and they Mom. wanted, like they they had lived their life. And yeah. then they're like, okay, now that part's done. Now I'm ready to be a parent. Like I want to be a parent. Yeah, my, my dad uh, and my mom and dad were um, 19 when they had my oldest brother. Mm. And then I was the third born by, I think my dad was 24. I think both of them were 24 at the time. Okay. Or my, my mom might have been 22 still. Yeah, um, but younger, right? Or 23, sorry. Uh, and um, they, you don't know how to be a parent at that age, and you haven't lived your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so now your life becomes this, and you get real fucking resentful, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure you had a nice nice upbringing up there in Thunder Bay. I mean, yeah, I mean, every, every family is, you know, they, every family has conflict, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I definitely love the fact that my parents were like progressive and that uh, I wasn't conditioned to fit into this mold. So I never really, like... You know, it was never part of the blueprint for me to get married and have a baby. Like, that just wasn't something that was ever really a necessity mm-hmm. in my life. Um, Did you have a religion growing up? Uh, yeah, my mom baptized me. My dad is an atheist. Um, nice. so I'd he, like to meet him. Yeah, he's like anti-church. <laughs> um, but my mom likes going to church. She, It's a social thing for her. Yeah. There's no, you know, heavy, um, what do you call it, like religious fascism um there's a word for it i can't find it but like yeah very sort of easy kind of religious like mm-hmm. take it or leave it type christian of thing. i take it yeah up there yeah or... she's christian yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 um well that's fun and then yeah. uh were you a good student growing up or uh yeah actually they said they're, they're focused on your education yeah. so so i um so i was a bit of a <laughs> i was a little bit of a brat growing up um and once I finally kind of settled down and realized that, like, it's easier when you're nice to people, <laughs> um, I started, you know, focusing a little bit more on school. But I was the kind of person where I'm like, I want to go into my classroom, like, you know, uh, spend as much time as I feel I need to spend there and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe sometimes not go to class. Like, if I feel like I don't need to be there that day. I'm very, like, uh, independent and sort of strong-minded. But as long as I made the grade, my parents wouldn't make a big deal out of it. So I would just, like, really put in, like, the very minimal effort that I needed to put into school and then just sort of go elsewhere right. type of thing. So this um, this girl you started falling in love yeah. with. Yeah. Um, did, you, did you make a move? Um, and was it successful? No. Well, <laughs> so the only – I was so shy back then as far as, like, any type of affection. And, like, when people – tell me their coming out stories it usually starts with like oh I slept with somebody or we like fooled around in my case it was always like an emotional bond first the Mm -hmm. sex part I was just like I like I was just so nervous and plus I wasn't confident in my body at that age either Mm -hmm. um it took me a while to finally get comfortable with myself in that way so I didn't make a move as far as like an affection move it was more like I I think I told her the summer that I was leaving to go away to university and it was like and we were friends so it wasn't like 
she was like, ew, no, I don't like you. And she actually ended up being queer too. But it was more kind of like a sort of a slow kind of letdown. Yeah, and then yeah, it was yeah. just like this really slow, no, it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> so yeah, it didn't go anywhere. But actually the cool thing is that when I figured out why I was having all these feelings, I was like, oh, I like her. I'm gay. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. And I was like, oh my God, this answers everything. And then I, I really embraced that side of myself uh, So is right she away. the one you came out to then? I came out to my cousin first, who's also a lesbian. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember. I was came... she, she, she first, and then you're like, you know what? I'm yeah. With you. My okay. cousin was the first. My That's cousin good. was the first. And oh, sorry, I should say, when I came out to my cousin first, I said I was bisexual because mm-hmm. I had had a boyfriend previous to that. So I just figured I have to be bisexual because I've already been with a man. So that's how it works. I yeah, guess, oh, you, right? you, you, you lost your virginity to a man, did you? I did. Okay. Yeah. Did I you did. like it? Ha, no, I was actually drunk. I was day drunk. And I was like, let's just check this off the list. Okay. Seriously. Like it was a friend of mine and I was like 16 going on 17. And I was like, all right, I think it's time to get this over with. And so and your we buddy's were, like, I could help you. Yeah. No, exactly. And so we, we skipped school one afternoon and uh, we got drunk on Tia Maria. Oh my. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a bad hangover. first, eh? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it was really uh, not romantic. Basically, uh, we were in the basement and then his dad ended up walking down the stairs not into the room and I'm just like I'm like oh my god you know like I'm in this basement <laughs> like window can I get out of it oh um and that that was my that's afternoon enough to, that's enough to make you gay right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah it was just one of those things where I like I didn't feel that I needed to like fall in love with somebody to lose my virginity it was mm-hmm. just like sex and love I mean they're great together and I'm very much in love with my partner and we have amazing how long, sex how long have you been with her uh, a little over three years. Okay. Yeah. And so she is the person I want to be with for the rest of my life. So it's not like a fleeting. Does she know this or is yes. this how she's finding out? She, know, no, she knows. She she's knows. She's going to be listening to her iPod. <laughs> like, what the? <laughs> no, she knows. We, we've, we've talked about it. You guys live together? Um, we no, Not like, not like permanent, permanent. Like she has space in my, in my space and she spends like maybe half the week there. Mm-hmm. So we don't have those relations, like that relationship where, you know, she's, we live together, live together. We're like in each other's space. Um, and but I like that better though. Do, do you have, do you have space at her space? No. So you, <laughs> my space is nicer. Ah, I, I see. I see. Yeah. That's, that, uh, that's how I ended up living uh, in the West End. Oh, okay. Her space was nicer. Yeah. Where, do you, where did you live? I was, uh, I was Broadview Danforth. Uh, oh, when I, I. When I first uh, met my uh, wife. And uh, she's uh, just around the corner here. So cool. It, I act. That's the first neighborhood I grew up in. Or sorry, the yeah. first neighborhood I lived in in Toronto. Not grew up in. Um. So you uh you take you come out. Mm-hmm. Um. And then you go off to university. Yes. Um, yes. And you still you st- you haven't been with a woman yet, but you know you want to. Yeah, I want to, and I hadn't been, and then I I met somebody in my second year of university that I was uh, took that long second year. Yeah, I did a lot of other sex stuff too, though, just random fun things. Yeah, with women or with men, women, yeah, whatever. Just having a good time. Yeah. Not, not, yeah, not knowing what you like just yet. But and... also, but like the the other thing too is like also not feeling comfortable in my body. Like mm-hmm. it took me a long time. I feel like for my standards, it took me a long time to really get comfortable with sex. Okay. Um, I was always comfortable with it in my head, and I was comfortable with my ide- like my identity, but I just felt uncomfortable in my body. And I had a lot of like body issues. I had an eating disorder for a long time, and mm-hmm. things like that. So that really kind of, you know, I've uh, I've conquered my eating disorder, as you can see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like I'm past those issues now. But um, mm-hmm. so yeah, it took me a while to kind of in, like to actually like, enjoy and like 
uh, how to vocalize my own pleasure and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So uh, then I met another woman and we were, t- we had a bit of a, half of it was a long, t- long distance relationship. Um, and yeah, I just had a, I mean, a really varied sexual repertoire, I guess I would say, mm-hmm. just- you know. You got to try it all. Yeah, and I did try it all. See, see what fits. <laughs> I've definitely tried it all. And it's funny because now, like, in my stage of life and with my professional life and things like that, I design a lot of experiences for people to have. <laughs> Most of them I've had before. Maybe a few of them I haven't. But it's funny because I'm, like, in my head, I'm just, like, I'm, like, I actually kind of really just dig the one partner right now. Yeah. Like, we're kind of monogamish in the sense that, like, we would never veer off. Did you say monogamish? Away. Yep. Ah. Yeah, I actually coined that term from Dr. Jess O'Reilly. All right. Yeah, credit to Dr. Jess. You, think you could pitch that to Kira? <laughs> Baby, monogamish! Yeah. So, I mean, so we just, I mean, we we understand that, you know, we find other people attractive and mm-hmm. it's okay to vocalize that and there's no jealousy there. And, like I said, sometimes if we feel like we're both attracted to the same person and we want to have an experience together as a couple. You never go off on your own. Never, no, and we don't date other people to either, so we're not polyamorous. All we're right. so yeah, monogamish is really the best way to to put it. Nice. Yeah. Um, what did you take in school? Uh, event. So in university, I did a poli sci women's studies uh, major, and then like a minor in English. Um, so then after that, I started working at an art store. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when I went back to school and found my true passion, it was event management at George Brown okay. College. Yeah. And, and these ev- these events you're coordinating, mm-hmm. um, you say you're, you're you're coordinating events for like to for people's fantasies, like. Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I like do. you would set up like if I I would hire you and be like, hey, uh, we're looking to. I don't know. Me and my wife want to spice things up. Yeah. Like, what would you? What, what what's the package you'd recommend? Hmm. So you mean like in a club, in the club basis yeah. or just for you? Or like, you? I don't know. These, you say like if they're, you said you have events that yeah, you're coordinating. Yeah. Are they all yeah. at the club or do you do stuff outside? I, I do some things outside of the club, but like, uh, the, the more sexual things are the things that I do for Oasis. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to do a couple of different things. Yes, I like to facilitate fantasies, but I also like to bring in amazing entertainment. So I, I work with such such incredible performers in like the Toronto burlesque community and boylesque community, drag community. Um, I have connections to sex educators. So I really like to uh, create a like a, a varied experience of things that you can have at the club. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to come to me about something that you and your wife wanted to do, um, you know, there's something that I could design for you. It would be a little bit different than it would be at like a club because that's for like sort of the public, right? You know, there would be, if it was more an intimate experience, then I would probably make other suggestions. Um, do you do like, uh, I don't know, bachelorette parties maybe? Like, is there anything like, they come through there? That would be a weird thing for a bachelor or bachelorette party. It's interesting. Like, we don't actually get a lot of bachelor or bachelorette parties. We get a lot of people celebrating their birthdays. Um, we get people that... Actually, we get a lot of requests from people wanting to rent the space out. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, there's like hardly any room at all because we're open seven days a week. To rent the space in the summer would be very expensive. Do you serve food? No, we don't serve food. Bar <laughs> snacks only. Finger food. Finger. <laughs> the best food. <laughs> what kind? Like uh, things sealed. Bags of chips, right? Stuff like that. Nuts. <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> Dips. Um, can I ask you something personal? Sure. Um, uh, about uh, you and your girl. Yeah. You guys. Uh, you guys use strap-ons. Yeah. 
Yeah, we do. My yeah. friend Adrian, she uh, she sends me dick pics all the time. Of, of her stuff on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or their stuff on? Yeah, yeah. Her, yeah. her, her strap cool. on. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. Was... Well, you know, okay, so I'll tell you a funny story about strap Well, it's not that funny, but um, so. All strap on stories are funny. <laughs> <laughs> my, um, so, so my partner, when she first met me, she assumed that I was a top. And I don't, I don't know why, but I guess because I've own a sex club or work for a sex club mm-hmm. that I would just have like this multitude of strap-ons or something <laughs> but I'm actually a little bit more of a bottom I'd like to be a little bit more submissive in the bedroom because okay. I'm so dominant in other parts of my life yeah, yeah. so I'm actually like I'm not the strap-on queen and then she thought I was and I thought she was and so I'm like who's fucking who <laughs> over here <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah um so uh so you know we find our middle ground and everything mm-hmm. but I I actually um, I find using uh, dildos manually easier than strapping it on because I'm not used to the motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a thrust. You gotta. It takes time. I, to get I never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> interesting and then like angling it in properly and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Alex it's is still deep. learning. Yeah. 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 <laughs> With my strap on. Excellent. <laughs> Practice piece. Yeah. yeah you're like going my with first strap on. <laughs> We're talking about going in. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Man, I mentioned so Adrian Fish's name. I know. Right? I mentioned Adrian's name, and she just messaged me. That is insane, man. Dick pic? No, uh, no, 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 no. Dick pics. Uh, no, too bad. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love to show you her dick, though. I'd love to see it's it. Huge. <laughs> is it girthy? Um, it's because uh, long length is one thing, but to get the girth is. It's, uh, I think it's more long than it is. Uh, there's not a lot of girth. Yeah, it looks like mine. Mine's like, yeah, you know what? I don't want to get once into you get it. to the cervix. <laughs> Too many half stories in this podcast. Too many half thoughts here. Thanks, Fatima. Once you get to the end, it's <laughs> it, it's a full thought. What's <laughs> yeah. that? Uh, you heard Dave Hempstead's joke about having a semi house. He owns a semi, like a split. House. Okay, I can goes, just see where that's going to go. He goes, it's kind of like having a semi erection. You know, there's just just one wall you can never touch. <laughs> <laughs> Funny guy, funny guy. Guest on the old potato files here. Cool. We should have him back. We should, I, I don't think we've ever had anyone back yet. Interesting. Yeah, oh, what does always, that mean? Always, well, you just do one and then you're done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One done. I, don't, I don't need follow-ups Wham, on bam. people. Bam, Get out of Ask here. Ask them about their life and then I find Speaking out. Speaking of one and done, are there specific nights at Oasis where there's like the expectation that you're not going to have a long-lasting relationship? Yeah, we have an people? event called DTF. <laughs> so yeah. that's pretty, uh, pretty. Just come, you just yeah. come down and you just ever, come down. If you're down to fuck, then yeah. get down here. If you're if you're down to fuck, come on down. Oh, I've heard you do comedy shows there too. Yeah, we do. We've actually had some great comics. That we're gonna have another comedy show July 30th. And they, the comics are naked. Or? Some of them have gotten naked on stage. Yep. Okay. Yep. It's all like comfort level. If people want to get naked on stage. We're cool. Yeah, I wouldn't. That. I I I don't have a. Um, a showpiece penis, if <laughs> it, you know, ah, but we're body positive. I know, but I got I, how much positivity once, do you need for what, this? Once it <laughs> once it's ready to go, it's a good dick. But when it's yeah. just sitting around, it uh, leaves a lot to the imagination. Is it a semi-finalist? Um, no, it, well, yeah, semi looks okay, <laughs> but you know, I gotta chub up a bit if, if I want to whip it out on stage. You gotta, no. gotta get st- you got to get it sh- uh, stage yeah. ready. Yeah, you don't come right yeah, out of the swimming pool. Exactly. Well, don't come right out of that swimming speaking pool. Speaking of stage ready and swimming, we also have a night called Bukaki in Canada. Bukaki Night in Canada. Bukaki Night in Canada. That's right. Bukaki Night in, in Canada. Canada. Oh my God. Don <laughs> Cherry is rolling in his almost grave. <laughs> yeah. What kind of suit would he wear to that? Oh, right. A latex nice. one. <laughs> I, I'd want to hear the uh, the Punjabi commentators on that one. Yeah. You ever hear, listen to the Punjabi no, uh, CBC, no. like Hockey Night in Canada commentators? No. Oh, I they're having no. a good time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, a so- it's like watching soccer announcers watch hockey. 
okay. like, European crazy soccer announcers. Oh, okay. It's so fast. it's but it's all in yeah. Punjabi. It's you don't understand. Punjabi. So like, oh wow, City TV, like the Omni stations will, will okay. air it. Yeah, That's like Toronto chin. for yeah, yeah. So, so tell me, uh, let's let's walk me through Bukaki Night in Canada. Okay, um, Best so name ever. it's uh, <laughs> yeah, so it's so it's a night where people can come and take a load off, um, and <laughs> we celebrate. Take a load we cel- off. we celebrate <laughs> ejaculation of in all its forms. So like ejaculation to the penis. We have Sibian rides so people can straddle. Oh, I those. love the Sibian. They Stern used to Howard have, Stern. Yeah. Howard Stern yeah. used to have a Oh yeah, we have Sibian rides at Oasis. They had the uh, they had the. Um, the creator of the Sibian on Stern one time, and uh, he's just this creepy old man. And then he uh, uh, he talked to this girl through uh, yeah <laughs> through like like trying to get her off or whatever. And he's like, "Come on, let that poison out. Let <laughs> that poison <laughs> It was so creepy. <laughs> but the, those right those now. sound clips they pl- they they were playing them for years. Like, oh yeah, let the poison out. Let the poison. oh my god. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's what. So Bukaki Night in Canada is there? Mm. Are there girls there looking to get yes. facials? Yes, and yes. Y- y- you don't judge yep. that. You just no. And I actually think Bukaki is really hot. Like I like the idea of it. Have you? Has, have you ever uh, so gotten have, this? So I have not only because my partner. Like we have to be on the same page. That's yeah. our rule, right? And she so don't want to kiss your cummy face. She might actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but if we were gonna do Bukaki Night in Canada, like I, we would do it together. Okay. You know what I mean? So I'm working up to it. I call that a double header. <laughs> uh, honey, it's my birthday. We gotta go. Yeah. I just think it's. You're like, there with a smile. She's gonna fucking I just like, scowl like, okay, I'm I just like, here for that's her. That's just her face. <laughs> <laughs> I like. Um, I I don't know. I think uh, a little bit of degradation and sleaze and objectification is hot. Like if it's consensual, like I I like it. I'm I um it. I dated a girl who was very into like just being humiliated, and there was like times where. Like I wasn't even liking. What I don't I'm like doing. to be humiliated. I like to be degraded. Like yeah, degraded. Like she. Like, <laughs> there's a difference. I there guess. is a difference. I think yeah, there's totally, a difference. 100%. Yeah. I I don't know. Like uh, giving a. I remember giving this girl a facial, and I was like, I feel so bad for her oh. right now, you know? But, like, she was just like, eh, taking it. And I'm yeah. like, ah, I don't want to do this to you. Yeah. I, I just want to hold you and make some love. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Well, the, the thing is, like, people have to be on the same page with that, too, right? Like, because mm-hmm. if you're not getting pleasure from doing that, then it's kind of not necessarily working. I, listen, I was getting pleasure. Obviously, it was... The pleasure was coming out. Yeah, of me. yeah. The poison was coming out. Yeah, I was getting the poison out. It was just like watching this girl, and I was just like, ah, uh, like I, I felt like I was doing something wrong to right. her, um, which could have been like that's my hang up. Like yeah. she's just, she's like, yeah, please do this to me. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, I shouldn't be doing this to anybody. Yeah, but. Maybe, uh, I don't know, I, I, maybe I just got to loosen up, I guess. Well, I think that we just have our, our own hang-ups with different types of sexual activity, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many things that we're not supposed to like. I had a girl wanted me to pee on her one time, and I didn't. And it's it's a regret I have, not because mm. I, I would have found pleasure in it. I think it just would have been a good story. Exactly. It would have been a good story. <laughs> it would have been a good story. Yeah. Um, yeah, my... Uh... No, I, okay, I can't talk about that. I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> I'm what, not going to talk about um, that. Like, speaking of, like, like shit, like piss play. Yeah. Can that happen at the club? No, we don't want that to happen. Um, Because it's a public space. I mean, yeah, yeah. we have towels and it's very clean, but yeah, yeah we kind of yeah. draw the light. And absolutely no scat. I shouldn't even have to say it, but I will say it. Um, yeah, so no, no pee or poo. Well, I'm not coming <laughs> if I can't shit on a girl's chest. <laughs> we are not the club for you. But I'm, I'm sure there's casualties of war. 
Yeah, of course, of course. But I mean, I don't. I wouldn't consider that to be play. That's more like an sure. accident. Okay, <laughs> but it happens. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course it happens. It yeah, happens. Yeah, someone's getting some, maybe some yeah. anal on the side. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know, you yeah. come. It's, or it's, on their side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I've I've only heard the nicest things about your establishment, mm. the cleanliness. Yeah. Like, of course, let, let's talk about that post scat play. But in all truthfulness, <laughs> so you always have quite a variety of staff there. Yes. People yes. are always checking out on other people's yes. safety. What makes a good employee? Like, cause I'm assuming it's a bar atmosphere. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a lot of interesting people that may or may not understand the rules a hundred percent. Yeah. There's so a... how do you facilitate that? Yeah. So we have a very like varied clientele that come into the club. As far as our employees go, we really like to hire people that Um, embrace our core values so sex positive body positive we're really focused on like women's sexuality and pleasure because that's always sort of been pushed Mm -hmm. to the side Um, and we like to hire people that have been to the club before because they understand the 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 vibe like it's one thing for me to talk to you about it but it's another thing for you to come in and actually see it Um, when we you know if you have skills like bartending and things like that it's a it's a uh, what do you call it it's an it's an asset, um, but it's not necessary because we are willing to train people. We just want to find people that fit the culture. Is there like a specific guy who has to like clean up? Yeah. Um, yeah, we have cleaners. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's a couple of people that do that. Just a, a, a financial question. Uh, what's, a, what's, a, what's a cleaner getting paid? Is this a minimum wage position? No, it's higher than that. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just trying to wonder how also much. Also, because it's like hard work because we have to go through all the floors and stuff like that. I mean, do you come just... through with a blacklight to make sure everything's cleaned up? Like, hey, you missed a spot right there. <laughs> Only before we have the blacklight parties. <laughs> do you have blacklight parties? Yeah, we do actually. But, but I don't so do that. So you but... clean the place out, blacklight party, and then uh, by the uh, by the end of the <laughs> night, it looks like uh, well, the looks club, like a nice little design all over the place. It's always being cleaned. I mean, we clean it first thing in the morning. It's cleaned at night. It's cleaned throughout the day. We have people picking up after other people throughout the whole day. So mm-hmm. there's lots of activity that's going on. Lots of cleaning. So um, what uh, the furniture mm-hmm. in these rooms. Yeah. Like what, what kind of furniture are we looking at? Like is it like soft furniture? No, no. So it is uh, leather furniture, leather play furniture, mm-hmm. uh, non-porous, um, and very easy to wipe up. So like I've been to a lot of other sex clubs where like you'll have like a sheet on a bed and that's fine if it's just you yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're not but coming stuff, back again. Yeah, stuff seeps through that sheet. It does. And yeah. leave it for the next guy. Yeah. Or I mean sometimes I've been to clubs where they'll have like a stack of sheets but like our furniture is super easy to wipe down. Um, good, yeah. Good. Yeah. I, yeah. I need I need some jizz friendly furniture. Yeah, right don't now. we all? <laughs> I know. In our own home. I got, I got this micro suede. It just soaks in everything. <laughs> yeah, get a little crusty. Top. Well, what's uh, what's coming up? Uh, tell me, like, um, like, has there any been like big names come through, or do you? Uh, uh yeah. Do you keep everything anonymous. Like, no, 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 no. It's I mean, I usually update the website about a month in advance. So, like, if uh, like. I don't know, say some celebrity wants to come through. Mm-hmm. Are you going to post that they're no, there? We would love to. We would love to, but I'm assuming that if a celebrity did come through, there'd probably be a non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, we, because you know, at things that happen at Oasis, like they stay in the club. Like we like to keep people's experiences discreet. We're not trying to, we don't want to shame anybody. We don't want to embarrass anybody. We want everybody who comes into the space to feel free and comfortable to just explore a side of themselves that they probably can't explore anywhere else and definitely nowhere else in the city. Mm-hmm. So Is there we, no other clubs you got competition um so there are clubs in the gta area 
uh, that are like more like swingers clubs. So we're a sex club. Mm-hmm. Swingers know of us. They come to us. But swingers clubs are, are a little bit different because they're couples actually looking to want to be with other couples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas at Oasis, you don't have to do that. There's no expectation. Mm-hmm. But there are clubs Just in the gotta GTA. Just got to bring a girl and get to that third floor. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, you know, or the main floor or the dungeon, right? It doesn't always have to be the fourth, the third floor. I'll, I'll just but... I'll just wait in the dungeon if you need Yeah. <laughs> are you going to wait in the coffin? <laughs> well, more, is there a coat check here? Yeah, there's a coat okay, check. Good, there good. is. There is. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so it's I, for your I, birthday suit. <laughs> I guess you say like uh, everyone, um, you get lockers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a bar. What if you're, I don't know, like, what if you want to have a few drinks and walk around naked? Yeah. Where where are you storing your money? I know. That's such a good question. So we actually have, uh, you can start a tab. Um, Mm. You can start a cash tab, or you can start a uh, tab with a credit card and a piece of ID. Um, But that is an excellent question, and we also sell. I'll leave you my cock ring as collateral. I'll be back for that. My Declined. My Declined. grandfather gave me that. <laughs> Family heirloom. It's an antique. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we sell, and we sell like robes um, that have pockets. And if you want to, you know, buy one of those, you can wear one of those. But I mean, the lockers are pretty accessible. It's on the second floor. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you're either on the main floor or you're on the third floor. So. Uh, speaking of accessibility, uh, anyone ever coming on a wheelchair? Um, so good. I have actually a good point about that. So, we're not wheelchair accessible because it's just all stairs. Yeah, it yeah. would just be impossible to, to to change the structure of the building. But I actually did create a sex positive, like sex party um, outside of Oasis Aqua Lounge. I did it in 2015 at Buddies and Bad Times Theater. Okay. And I worked with two people that like use mobility devices um, that are uh, disability advocates and sex positive advocates. And we threw this party and it got uh, worldwide recognition. It was crazy how much press we got. 2015, you never did it again? Yeah, we did the one. We considered doing it again. It just never really kind of came together in the same way that the first party came together. Mm -hmm. Um, The organizer, the other organizer that I worked with, uh, like – person he was working with for that particular party they parted ways stuff happened trauma happened um and so it never really came together again uh would I do it again yeah sure it was really cool actually so we threw this party at buddies and bad times we brought in a hoyer lift a hoyer lift okay um we brought in some play furniture from oasis um and yeah it was packed like we sold out so it wasn't like I would say that I probably saw like maybe a couple people playing, but it was really cool to bring people into a space that like normally just would be kind of overlooked as far as like sexuality goes. And mm-hmm. we believe, and I believe, that sexuality should be accessible to everybody. And there's always ways that we can find pleasure. It may not be the kind of pleasure that maybe I experience as an able-bodied person, mm-hmm. but that kind of pleasure is no less valid. Yeah. Um. What about shit? I just had a thought. No, oh, it's gone. I smoke a lot of weed. You, you smoke weed? Mm-hmm. Yeah? I love weed. Yes, uh, I do. What do you think of legalization? I don't think... I think they're using that term very loosely. I don't think that it's actually legal. <laughs> the way that it's like sort of being, you know, the way that it's sort of the policies have formed. Mm-hmm. I can't speak on ultimate authority. Um, I'm not following it like to the T. Uh, I just, at this point, support the black market. And Me I probably too. always will. Me Three. too. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever considered government being a viable option. No. I, I, I haven't no. been in this. The only time I've ever in a dispensary is when I'm on the road doing comedy and I, gotta, mm. I have to fly somewhere. Yeah. 
Um, and this was before legalization. Like I was out in Halifax last year and they had, uh, they had dispensaries there, but cool. they were illegal. Yeah. And that would see, I, I don't mind using the illegal ones, but I haven't been to a legal one. I've not paid tax on any weed. Yeah. I, uh, I get my weed from a I, very I, good sort. It's my medicine. I, it's, <clears throat> I had, I have so many friends that have quit drinking and they're just still smoking weed. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, they're like, like uh, Bobby, who was in here, who was at your club. Yeah. He, uh, he quit drinking. He quit cocaine, uh, which he, two things he really had to quit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now he just smokes weed yeah. all the time. And he, yeah. was, he was actually at my house yesterday and he said he, uh, he had an emergency tab of acid in his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I always keep it in there just yeah. in case. You never know if you're going to be at a music festival <laughs> yeah, yeah. or like He's, somewhere where you need he it. He said exactly. You, you, somewhere you might need it. And yeah. Like it's because, uh, I don't know, He's uh, he, he doesn't use it. Uh, he says he doesn't use it as a drug anymore. He uses it as more of a of a like a mind right. sort of uh, like get, gets his head opens up his mind yeah. and clears it out and stuff. I like um like I mean so I wouldn't say that I use substances in the way that I was using them before, but like if I'm at a music festival, I might do some M. Yeah. type of thing but it's more like an experience thing mm-hmm. it's not yeah it's like, not a i gotta get up yeah. i gotta get out of bed i'm gonna need this to get through my day and my relationship like my entire life is completely different than it was five years ago six years ago mm-hmm. like my relationship with my partner i mean we're very honest we're transparent i would never ever even think to go off and use and not tell her yeah like we just have that kind of relationship so i feel safe will she do uh am with you at a f- yeah she festival? might yeah yeah, yeah. What about mushrooms? Those are, yeah, I love that's, mushrooms. That's all I do. I, yep. I smoke weed and I do mushrooms. Mushrooms are great. Um, I've, I've microdosed mushrooms. Like, I mean, I've done full doses of mushrooms, but mm-hmm. I've I've microdosed uh, recently, which is just like a tiny little. Yeah, I yeah. I did that once, and I forgot that I did it, mm. but I <laughs> I didn't realize until I was just like. Hey, everything just feels nice, yeah. you know. And I was just like walking around, like, "Hey, life's good." And yeah. then I was like, "Oh wait, I totally forgot. I ate that little. You ever got those mushroom pellets?" Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I ate a half one of those. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I feel good. It's kind of like a hum. It's like mm-hmm. a hum in your body. Like you're not. It's not a stone. It's like not like a marijuana high. It's like it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just having a good time. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever uh, like witnessed? Witness relationships come to an end in your club. Oh, good question. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have. Yeah? Yeah, I have. I feel like a lot of that, well, I would say that the there's like two kinds of things that I've witnessed. So I've witnessed the people getting drunk and like fighting and getting to fights and then they get banned. And like that mm. kind of device, like very destructive type of thing. Like bloodshed? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't seen the bloodshed. Like, do I've just fights like, with other guys or fights with their partners? Yeah. Um, like fights with their partners is okay. what I'm saying. Is like any, arguments. Is there any, <clears throat> ever, ever any like a full out fist fight? Like, I have not witnessed I, one myself. Go fuck my wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, you fuck I have my wife too good. <laughs> Yeah, um, like an unhappy cuckolder. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I've seen the type of relationship where. Um, one person wants to be at the club, the other person doesn't want to be there, but then they kind of try to force themselves to want to be there, yeah, and then yeah, they yeah. develop jealousy. And it's like this slow demise, like this slow kind of falling apart type of thing. Like <clears throat> over a night, or have you seen like regulars come back? Like and... over over the course of a relationship. Type yeah. Of thing. So you 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 like there's you obviously know people who come all the time, right? Yep. Like, is there memberships or? Do you... Yeah. So so we offer there's different kinds. So we have like a day membership, which is basically like just admission for the day. Mm-hmm. So it covers 11 a.m. to 3 a.m. You can come and go, get a wristband. And then we have four-month memberships. And then we just actually rolled out um, the three-visit membership. So you pay a price and you get 
three visits in a row. So it's a good option for people that don't want to commit to a four month, but want to come a little bit more than just like pay every yeah, seven, yeah, yeah, every yeah, single yeah. time. And how much for a one-off? Like if you just came in? So it depends on gender because we have gendered pricing. Um, so women are between free because sometimes women and, and trans folks. Ladies night. Are, are free. And then cisgendered men are like 80 to 65, depending on the day, depending on a student discount. It can go as low, it can go as low as uh, 30 on okay. Mondays for students. Um, and then couples. Two for ones? <laughs> uh, not yet. But I, you, I got this have group on. <laughs> well, the, as a business, it's funny. Like, you don't want to do so many discounts, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, it just, I don't know. I feel like it just takes people, away the value. And of people the club. stop wanting to pay full price. Like, why would I right. pay full price for this? I'll just wait for the, yeah. the discount. Yeah. Some business models kind of really operate on the discount, but we, we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and we include so many things in the admission, too. You, so You shouldn't. You should. It should be a high price, and it's like you're you're providing something that, yeah. that you're not going to get anywhere well, else. Well, that's the so. thing, and like I mean, you get a pool, you get showers, you get mm-hmm. like you know stuff it's that you find a, it's in a, a shower. Facility. It's like yeah, it's a facility, and then entertainment. Sometimes we give away free chocolates, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're, there's like lots of things. So it's a mansion. There. Like yeah. is it? Yeah. Is it in the neighborhood? Like, where where are we located here? Well, right at the corner of Carlton and Mutual. So, like, kitty corner to the old Maple Leaf Gardens. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah and it's yeah. this beautiful old converted mansion. It's a historical right. building. Yeah, okay, 19th nice. century. When you say you go with your partner and someone else, mm-hmm. like, uh, you're bringing somebody into your mix. Right, do yeah. You, do you always make that, like, uh, like, do you ever do that at home, or is it always, like, a club situation? Uh, well, I ne- we never host, so I'd never bring somebody into my space. Like okay. I would, no, I like to keep it separate. Like I, my home is sort of like my nest and I don't really want to yeah, bring yeah, 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 things yeah. into that. Like, um, I'm actually really picky about who comes over to my house. <laughs> I just, I'm really, care- like, I'm really, um. Can we get your exact address? To no. The listeners? <laughs> Jeff, are you putting out any 100, <laughs> don't come here street. <laughs> Listen, I just want to come have dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a kitchen. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. So, I mean, if I like with those types of situations, I like it to be like outside, but I don't actually like it to be at work because my workplace yeah, yeah, is my yeah, workplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm just, uh. So then where do you go? Um, different, I've been to other different clubs. clubs. Oh, cool. Other clubs or like hotels, yeah, stuff like that. Right, that yeah. Plus I also like to see other clubs too because it bet. gives me per- a perspective. Listen, if you ever need to have something here, we got the Never Sleeps Bed right here. <laughs> I know. Here. And you got this great like sea bass or it's something. A, a or hammerhead shark. shark. Hammerhead shark. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, Alex will just stand behind that window staring in the whole awesome. time. <laughs> cool. There's yeah. no glory hole, but he will press a junk against the window <laughs> if you want. It's a glorified this, hole. This studio is a very exhibitionist dream yeah. for sure. It is. It is. Yeah, it's actually a really cool. This would be a crazy. <laughs> this be a crazy room to have a little orgy in. Then yeah. everyone can watch from outside, and you can look outside. I'm taking I, all the notes I can right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually wonder like how much you could see because like it seems like when you look down you can see people, but they probably can't see up in. That here. is very true. Yeah, and that's team. Uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot more private than you would think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is actually like one of the rooms at Oasis where we have double sided mirrors. So you think that. Like you can, like you think you're see. looking at yourself in the mirror, but somebody's yeah. on the other side yeah. watching wow. you, and they could be watching you, or they may not be watching you. Right. So that's part of like the thrill. So, so like, like do I, am I putting on a show? That's like the I glory hole. It show. could be a guy behind the other yeah. wall. It could be a girl. You don't know. I know. <laughs> I love that actually. I love the mystery. <laughs> Mix it up. Mouth is a mouth, Jeff. <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> um, well, this is a. Uh, how do we do here? We're doing good here, Alex. We uh, we that was our hour. Cool. What, what'd you think? Did yeah, you have fun. It was fun. It was actually went by really fast. Um, I don't know when this this is. We're 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 doing a bunch ahead. July twenty ninth. July twenty ninth. This cool. will be out. So we're okay. like uh, over a month away. 
Um, we're uh, yeah, we're sitting. We're still June twenty fourth here for our okay. listeners at home. Cool. We're, we're we're trying to get our anticipation. Summer, we're, we're trying to get our summer uh, sorted so we can uh, go do things. What do you do for the summer? Cool. Uh, where's where's your getaway? Hmm. Well, I like to get away different places. So last year I went to the Chambla Music Festival and spent a week out in Nelson, BC, okay. which I loved. And then this year I'm going to Manitoulin Island for my birthday, just over a weekend. Nice. Um, you ever get back to Thunder Bay? I do, actually. Yeah, yeah I do. Mom I and Dad's still there? Yep. Yep, I love. What, I love what do they Bay. think of your profession? Like, so my dad doesn't know. Okay. <laughs> but my dad, like, I mean, so. What do you tell him though? Event coordination. He doesn't really ask. He just asks me how how work how's work going, and I say fine. <laughs> Does That's, your mom know? Yeah, yeah, she's cool with do it. Do you think she, she? You think she hasn't told him? Yeah, I don't think she's told him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. We, again, I come from a don't ask, don't tell family. Yeah. Um, it works out really well for everybody. Mm-hmm. But no, my mom's really cool. And actually, when I told her, it, we were celebrating World Pride in Toronto. And so for World Pride, Oasis Aqua Lounge used to have a pride float. Mm-hmm. We, we did it for a couple of years. And so for World Pride, I was like, I'm going to go on the float totally naked. Because <laughs> like, if I'm going to be naked out in public, it's got to be in front of like 2 million, 3 million yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm glad you got out of those body issues. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I definitely did. Um, and so I told, I didn't tell her that part, but I told her, cause I'm like, mom, okay, I got to tell you what like this club is, right? I just, I just want to tell you because I'm really excited and I'm really proud and I'm happy. And she was just happy that I was happy <laughs> and it was so cute. She goes, she goes, oh, okay. So Fatima, so do, do people swap there? <laughs> well, sometimes they do, mom. Come on, your mom's from like the 60s. It's so 70s. cute. I love how she said swap. It's, it was really it's sweet. not so much swapping, a lot of joining in. Yeah. <laughs> swapping, spitting. Yeah. I don't know. Lots Whatever of you want. <laughs> mom, Bukaki. come down. Bukaki night in Canada. You'll have a blast. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good Don Cherry. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, um, are you ever gonna tell dad, or are you just gonna? No, <laughs> I'm not. What's, he what's... just he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't ask me a ton of questions. Like he just knows that I'm happy. He knows I was at a business. He knows I work a lot. Mm-hmm. He knows I'm happy. Like he knows all the things he needs to know. And you're a co-owner of this place yes. now. Yes. So you just yes. you bought in. Then. Yes, I did. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So and that's... there's about like six of us. Okay. That, uh, yeah, that bought in different times. Like there's people that have been owners of the business before my time, and then. Mm-hmm. We all kind of, those of us who wanted to joined in. Do you, do you, would you age out of this sort of career or do, is, mm, is this I, something you can get too all old and wrinkly and I feel, gross? Oh, no, I feel like it's definitely something I could do into like any age I want because mm-hmm. I, again, I think that sexuality and, and age like can transcend. I don't be like an old madam, eh? Yeah, that's what I want to be like. Um, But I also, I mean, as an event producer and as a marketer, I mean, I I am always kind of looking to see other opportunities that I can Mm -hmm. add in addition to what I do with Oasis. And over the years, it's everything, like, because everything's getting more open and more liberal, so it's just going to grow and grow. And sexuality expands itself to so many other topics like cannabis or Mm -hmm. like I don't know, fitness or... You want to get naked and smoke a joint on the bed or what? (laughs) I actually brought a joint with me to smoke on the way home. I'm not kidding. (laughs) Let me just open this window. Well, I, uh, I I run a, a comedy show called Dope and Mike Comedy. Yeah. Um, it uh, used to be in a 420-friendly venue. Which at, venue was that? Uh, it's called The Underground on uh, Queen East. There. Okay. And um, it uh, it's a it's strict like it's a comedy club um, that you were allowed to smoke weed in. Fun. And, and then um, and then legalization happened and uh, the uh, the bylaw officer showed up and you're like you can't smoke inside anymore. Oh. So now it's just a comedy. Yeah. Club. See, that's why legalization like. 
No. Yeah, legalization not, no. equals regulation, no. and it's all fucked. It's decriminalization is where it's at. Yeah, it should have just been decriminalized and just let people do whatever the hell they're doing. Yeah. But I agree. Everyone's got to get their fucking little mitts in there. Hey, yeah. everyone wants their money. Yeah. How does cannabis work at the club? Do you guys do cannabis nights? So we now, like, we allow, like, you can smoke cannabis uh, in our smoking area. And I've brought in. Is it an indoor um, smoking area? No, it's outdoor. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I brought in actually some speakers uh, that are influences in cannabis, like Jackie Childs. Okay. If you know her. Um, of course, yeah. No, no, Jackie, the blonde woman. She's awesome. Very pretty lady. She does, like, Social Her media name's Jackie influence. Childs? Yeah. Yeah, not like... That's, that's yeah. nice. That's, uh, were you a Seinfeld fan? Um, yeah. That, that was, uh, that was Kramer's lawyer, the black yeah. guy. Jackie oh, Childs. Okay, I don't, I don't remember that. I mean, like, it kind of... I couldn't kind of not be a Seinfeld yeah. fan, but, like, I wasn't really a diehard. Loosely based off OJ's yeah. uh, Johnny Cochran lawyer. Um, but, yeah, so Jackie Childs, very Yeah, very Antoinette famous. Gomez, too. She's uh, She owns Pleasure Peaks. Jackie Childs has like a million followers on social media. It's crazy. She's from Toronto. Mm-hmm. I, got yes. nice husband. I got like a thousand. I'm kicking ass. Yeah, yeah you're doing fine. <laughs> yeah. I've got, I think, like 16 or like 1600 maybe. Yeah, everyone's doing fine. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, quality speaking over of quantity. that, you can tell people uh, your socials, where to find you. Sure. Uh, tell yeah. them where to Let's find get the some club. more followers. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm on Catch Fatima on Twitter, and that is where my more explicit posts are. I'm also a porn producer, so you can find what I'm posting about about porn. And, and um, uh, Twitter just lets you go uh, hog wild. Kind on of, there, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where I, I, I have the more explicit things. And then I'm on Instagram at Fatima Mesh Tab, and I also have a Facebook business page, Fatima Mesh Tab, and so does Oasis actually. And Oasis is on um, at 231 Mutual on Twitter. Oasis Aqualounge does not have an Instagram page, but we do have sub pages. So we have a SAS After Class Instagram page for our student demographic. Okay. And then we have an Oasis Aquathlert Instagram page for our promotional team. Okay. Well, yeah. How much like, uh, I guess you can't be posting a lot of pictures from the club, eh? No. You need everyone's permission and shit like that. No, yeah. So we don't, we can't, people cannot take pictures in the club, but I do run a couple of events where I'll arrange like a porn shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have like you waited till we we're saying goodbye to be like, I know. Oh, and I uh, produce porn. <laughs> see, see, this is my way to get me back on the show, right? You said you didn't do follow ups. I got a million other little stories I could tell you. Okay. <laughs> um, what, how much? Uh, what, what kind of porn? All, um, all uh, sex positive, very all sex friendly, positive and like, like amateur, amateur porn. Nice, yep. nice. Yep. I produce that too. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you have a phone, yeah, exactly. You know, or well, a camera. Uh, guys, get out there, get down to the Oasis sex club have a good time um bring a girl get to the third floor yeah. uh bring a couple people get to the fourth do what you want to do yeah. or come um, alone and go in the glory hole yeah just hang out all day just yeah. stick your wang out the glory hole and see if anyone grabs a hold <laughs> um but thank you i'm glad you came in this was thank uh you. this was a nice uh switch up from uh I usually talk to depressed comedians all oh, okay. the time, cool. and uh, you're, you're you're a ray of sunshine. Awesome, thank um, you. So keep doing what you're doing, man. I, uh, I I I won't be bringing the wife down, I don't think. Okay. Um, but I'm uh, I'm not gonna judge you for what you're doing, and I think everyone should just do whatever the awesome. fuck they want. I like it. Unless you know somebody says no, and then you don't ask again. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Consent. Yeah. Consent. <laughs> it's all about consent. Um, so guys, that was uh that was Potato Files here with uh, Fatima Meshtab. That's right. Uh, so get out there, have some sex. Um, if you're lucky enough, maybe her and her partner will bring you in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but well, not her place, it. okay? <laughs> uh, and guys, you know where to find me every Wednesday at the Underground Comedy Club. Dope and Mike Comedy and Jeff Paul Comedy on all the socials. We'll see you out there. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>
Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Hello to the five people still listening and mom. Thank you for listening to The Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. Now that you're done this, go check out another NSN podcast created right here in Toronto. Comedy and wrestling fans, check out Casey Corbin's wrestling podcast, Talkin' Wrestling, here on NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.